Welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shape them. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined as always by Gooey Fame. Goo, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am great as well. Um, we have been talking for a while, and you might be asking yourself, listeners, why we have... Because we've been recording stuff for our Patreon page, and uh, for only a dollar a month, that's right, a dollar a month, you can have access to a ton of bonus content, including a 45-minute review (laughs) of of the new Limp Bizkit album, Limp Bizkit Still Sucks. And let me tell you something about the new Limp Bizkit album. If you're on the fence about the new Limp Bizkit album, I can assure you that it rocks. It's so good, yeah. And you know, if you pay oh. a little bit more, you get an even sweeter treat. Wow. I mean, I've heard rumors. I've heard whispers about this. <laughs> uh, fables. But I've heard that if you are willing to become a member of the M. Bison tier, the top tier <laughs> on Virtual Theater Patreon, you get access to not only the back catalog of Legend of Zelda cartoon episodes, not only access to virtual theater classic movie commentaries provided by myself and Goo, but now you even get access, if you can believe that this is real, to the episodes of the one and only Captain N and the Video Game Master. I guarantee you there is nothing like this show, and it is a complete trip. So, for only... A couple bucks a month. I think it's like five bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You can sign up for the M Bison tier. You can have Captain N. You can have Zelda cartoon. You can have commentaries. You can have bonus shows on Limp Biscuit, The Matrix. Uh, we've we've done a ton of them. I can't even keep track of how oh, many yeah. like bonus stuff we, that we have. We've kicked the bonus um, stuff into high gear lately. So there's a lot of good, a lot of good content. It, it, it's flying at warp speed. <laughs> this bonus stuff. So that is one place. And one place only, Virtual Theater Patreon page, uh, patreon.com forward slash virtual theater. Um, I like shilling at the beginning of the show. I, I like I like that. We yeah. should do it more often. It's good to clear the yeah. air. Yeah. Well, nothing, I feel like nothing starts off a podcast in the right way with the right foot, like some shilling. Yeah. I had, I had a really proud moment, actually. So um, let me turn, let me see if I can pull this up really quick before we get to Blood Rain. So in the, uh, in the Champions Cast Discord... Over on Zelda Dungeons Discord page, someone pinged me, and uh, <laughs> this is a ping from Jan underscore two thousand three. You have a podcast where you talk about game movies, right? And bless <laughs> his heart, there's a user responded retro one two three gamer, and he said yes, it's called Virtual Theater, the podcast about video game movies and the stories that shape them. Available wow. on Podbean, Apple, <laughs> just like full Beautiful. shill mode. I mean. Fantastic! We've got shills for us. Thank you. I mean, what a what a legend! You we could are, use more retro. listeners like that. Yeah, no kidding. I <laughs> I mean, the only the only thing missing at this point was like plugging the the Patreon and Twitter pages, which are advanced plugging techniques. So I mean, that was that was pretty solid. Cheers! So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enough shilling. Let's. Uh, Let's get to it. We are back, and uh, we are covering Blood Rain today, uh, based off the 
classic video game series that uh, I think was more or less inspired by Vampirella. I think it was supposed to be a take okay. on that. I know uh, nothing this is about notable. the video games. I Me mean, neither. I've never played them. All, all that I knew about the video games was that you play as Blood Rain, and it's like very yeah. heavy on TNA. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I I had a certain expectation going into this movie about what we might see. That seemed to be a key element of the movie. Yes, uh, and I I definitely think it's a key element of the video game. Um, so noteworthy, of course. This is our what one two three. This is our fourth Uwe Boll film that we're covering for virtual theater. Oh so, yeah. It's it's always a treat. <laughs> it's serious. It's always a pleasure to step back into the mind of the madman Uwe Boll. I was actually I was explaining to my uncle on the phone yesterday about I was because I was telling him like yeah I'm gonna watch Blood Rain tonight and I'm recording virtual theater tomorrow and I was telling him about Uwe Boll and the the tax credit thing that he does and just to just to get everybody up to speed Uwe Boll as we discussed on <laughs> our episode on House of the Dead makes these shitty movies as quickly as he can and is able to essentially write off the entire cost of production. So if he makes a movie for $25 million and the movie only makes $3 million, he writes off that $25 million as a German tax credit and essentially just pockets all of the the, the profit on that $3 million. Right. So while it might look like a bomb, our boy is raking in money for almost nothing. And he somehow can keep doing it, and he's he somehow can keep getting people... Like, actually, I guess at this point, this is, like, the most star-heavy movie he's done. And I'm like, how... I guess I feel like most of the budget has to have gone into getting the actors, because the money does not show anywhere else in this movie. Not that it's, it's got a big budget at all, but it doesn't look like... N- nothing is good in this. <laughs> you know what I mean? From a craft perspective, it seems like the most you can look at it and say, oh, that like there's something went into this. It was like hiring a couple big actors, you know, more than a few. It's it's true. Uh, like, it, like you look at this movie, the costumes are shitty. Everybody looks like yeah. everybody looks like shit. <laughs> um, the, yes. the fighting is shitty. The the choreography. Like the, the fighting the fight is awful. Oh my god! It's it's horrendous. It's it's just it's the drizzling shits in this movie. I I wrote that down. Like it's it's so bad. The settings are awful. Like, but yeah, you look at the cast and uh, <laughs> you got Ben Kingsley in here. Like, what is this guy yes. doing in Blood Rain? You got Meatloaf. Who? Uh, <laughs> okay. They, yeah. What was his name of the credits? Was like Meatloaf. Uh, oh, what did it say? A day or something. Yeah, it was something weird. Yeah, he had a weird credit. Yeah, what what's up with that? I do not know. I <laughs> I don't know the the deepness of uh Meatloaf. Uh of course you got Michelle Rodriguez coming into uh the series here, and we should mention too that this is released in uh 2005. So it's um, you know, Michelle's got a few Fast and Furious under her belt, and in the titular role of Rain you have Kristana Loken, who uh, appeared in Terminator 3. And I... Was Terminator 3 out by 2005 yet? I, I think it, I think think it so. was. I think it was. Yeah, I think so. 
Was that um, early two thousands? Yeah. It was. It was early two thousands for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I think it was two thousand three. So yeah. yeah, you've got some you've got some star power in this movie for whatever reason. It and it, it's like a deeper cast than that too. Like it's like the main people, but then like like Ma- Michael Madsen's in it. Uh, God, who else was in it? Uh, um, oh, Billy Zane. <laughs> oh yeah, like, Billy Zane shows up. Um, yeah, it was. It, it's cr- it's actually like crazy. Like I think most of the people in at least the main cast are someone to some extent. The only. I think the only person who wasn't really like someone noteworthy uh, is still noteworthy to us because we had uh, Will Sanderson, uh, who played Domasteer or whatever his name was, and he was um, oh who was he in? Was he Greg in House of the Dead? Um, uh, he's yeah, also he was in Alone guy, in the yeah. Dark. Yeah, he was shit guy, and that's all I could see when <laughs> when he was on the screen. Like even static shots of this guy, c- combined with his crazy haircut, I like could not like crack up whenever I saw this guy. He made me lose my mind. His his haircut looked like just dog shit. His his fighting scenes looked like dog shit. Like yeah. this is just. His, oh my he, god. He was also trying the hardest at having like a like a fantasy accent. Uh and it was so fucking funny. Oh man. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well we'll get into the movie here. So this was this was Uve's third movie that he made, or third video game movie to be specific. Yes. As we mentioned, it was made in Germany. There are three of these Blood Rain movies. Did you know that? I I know, and I also believe he did a movie that is a parody of the third Blood Rain movie. He parodied yeah. his own movie, which so we'll have to do that eventually, too. Oh, my God, that's good. Um, so I, as I do, I went and tried to find some trivia for this movie. And almost every piece of trivia I found just absolutely cracked me up. So here we oh, go. Oh, there's good stuff. Yeah. Number one, so the screenwriter for this movie, uh, Genevieve Turner, turned in the first yes. draft two weeks late, and rather than asking for redrafts, Uwe Boll was just like, okay, cool, uh, he made some changes, and then uh, he asked the actors to, quote, take a crack at it. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, so Turner estimated only 20% of her script was actually filmed. So, so there's... A lot of morsels in that statement alone of this whole thing, <laughs> because one, I was thinking I was watching this and I said, who, like, who like wrote this movie for one? And I looked it up and it turned, you know, it turns out it was one of the authors of the screenplay for American Psycho. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, how could it turn out? How could she write this? And then I then you read the rest of that trivia and you're like, OK, that makes sense. Like. She didn't finish the movie. <laughs> and oh, then man. you get to and I think this this uh will this accounts for a lot of the acting in this movie of Uwe Boll's statement of asking the actors to take <laughs> a crack at it because it is it is clear that some people are really shitty in this movie. Most people are really shitty in this. Um 
And it's because and I'm blaming it solely on the director here because we know his oh, yeah. style of he probably did one take for everything. So, you know, any bad performance in this, except for maybe shit guy, like I don't really want to lay at their feet, you know what I mean? <laughs> because I feel like like a lot of people they just don't really have direction or like time to develop anything. Um and then I guess there are some people like I feel like Michael Madsen does not give a shit in this movie. Oh, we'll, <laughs> He's we'll definitely get there. not trying. But uh, which why would he? I, I would not expect him to. Um, but then can, at the can same- I just cut in and, and read you the, the trivia I found out about Michael Madsen here? Oh, go for it. Because this is directly tied to what you're talking about. So in an interview I later, I don't know this, so I'm excited to hear about it. <laughs> In an interview later, Michael Madsen called this movie, quote, <laughs> an abomination, a horrifying and preposterous, <laughs> a preposterous movie, end quote. But added that he enjoyed working with director Uwe Boll and would certainly work with yeah. him again if asked. Bill- Billy Zane said that he liked working with Uwe Boll, too. Uh, Uwe Boll said, <laughs> uh, when asked about this, that Michael Madsen was... <laughs> frequently drunk throughout the production oh he seemed off his shit in this movie (laughs) he he was delivering these lines with such a like apathy like a drunken apathy that it felt like he was just like yeah we gotta go over here and on top of it i i feel like he's in other stuff and i i don't feel this way maybe because like other directors can probably get you to embody characters better but all i could picture was him in Reservoir Dogs, you know what I mean? But, like, in a fantasy wig. <laughs> it was so funny to me. Oh, his wig was so shitty. He had the shittiest hair in that. No, okay, he had the second shittiest hair in the movie. Uh, but I will say, but then it shows who who are just, I think, kind of really more of a natural talent. Because I actually think Billy Zane was kind of fun in this. And then Ben Kingsley, uh, I thought was great. Like, I think he just, like, effortlessly delivers these bad lines of dialogue you know what i mean and it's really he really is convincing even though half the shit he's saying is bad you know what i mean and that i just feel like other people like christina loken who the only thing i've ever seen her portray is like a soulless uh android or whatever you know like i i guess she could probably be good i've seen michelle rodriguez we've seen her even you know good in movies uh, but she's just not in this. So I think it just goes to show who's kind of more of a, you know, more of a yeah. natural talent. <laughs> oh, I, I got the giggles already. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> I, I'll agree with you actually about Billy Zane. I thought that he was for, for what it was pretty good. I don't know if I could agree about Ben Kingsley, but oh, come on. He's he's a legend here. I thought I thought he I don't know. <laughs> like so, it wasn't good, but he was. I, I didn't write this down. It. But when I, I was doing my research into this, and somebody asked him, like Ben Kingsley, why the fuck would an actor of your status agree to do this movie? And his answer was something along the lines of like, oh, I've never played a vampire before. I wanted to play a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, think, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's just. I think he's an ambitious actor. Like he, he'll go for it. I think he went for it here. You know and. I think he probably did one take on everything and they were like, all right, great. You know, so I think some people are just naturally charismatic in the way he is. Um, So this this also cracked me up. I'm sure you've probably heard this before, too. But there's there is a scene 
where Meatloaf is surrounded by like eighteen uh, naked women. Yeah, and those those are honest to god, true, real Romanian prostitutes at the Stockholm International Film Festival. Director Uwe Boll said, "Quote that prostitutes were cheaper to hire than actresses." <laughs> that rocks. That oh, kicks man, ass. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, people were uh, were pretty ha- unhappy about that. Oh, but they hey. were. Um, hey, so, and, and that's good work, I think. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's good budgeting. Uh, I don't know why this cracked me up as much as it did, but when I was reading into, into the notes and like trying to do some research for this, I, I usually I creep on IMDb looking for some trivia. There's like the most blunt and uh, passive aggressive line there that says, "Quote." Christina Loken and Michelle Rodriguez had a homosexual relationship during this movie. And I thought that was so fucking that funny. That wording, that wording sounds like it was written by like an evil, like conservative like an evil priest. Preacher. Like he just, like I read the word homosexual. It's there like he just spat it out. Homosexuals on this movie. Is that true though? Did they have a homosexual relationship? Uh, yeah, I looked into it, and apparently they. Uh, they, I don't know if they dated or if they just had a fling or something like that, but I think both oh. of them have acknowledged it, yeah. That kicks ass. Uh, that rocks. Oh my god, I, I, I don't this know This movie why. rocks. I'm convinced Ho- this Homosexual awesome. just fucking killed me. I thought that was so I love, funny. yeah. <laughs> just, I can see some, some like, <laughs> Reverend Lovejoy just spitting out that word onto IMDB. Yeah, the most cartoon <laughs> of villains, yeah. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, that would be, uh. You know, that's good for them. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. There is a point. Actually, we'll, we'll get to this point in the movie and I'll I'll give you my thoughts on uh, on those <laughs> okay. two. But let's uh, let's start this this bad boy off. We're off to a good start. Maybe uh, maybe now that I've got the giggles, this movie can seem funnier and better in retrospect than it was when I was watching it. Yeah. But man, so I, I turned it on last night on Amazon Prime. And the opening credits went on forever, forever. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, and they're not fun opening credits. It's just like, well, ugh. that's when I started to realize I didn't know, like, who all was in this movie. And then when I saw these names popping up, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, so I don't know. It wasn't good, but uh, I was just I sort of had my own shock during this moment. I was I was primed. Uh, my heart soared seeing Michelle Rodriguez again in a virtual theater movie. It truly yeah, did. I uh, love she, her. She was there, and I was like, "Oh my god, yes!" She, her, she's really bad in this movie, but I her do accent is her. horrible. Yeah, it's one of those horrible. Ones where sometimes she has it, and sometimes she doesn't. Oh my god, she she is. I I don't know if I'm ready to call her the worst actor or actress in this movie, but. She was certainly in the no, running shit for that. guy. Shit guy is the worst. <laughs> I I feel like shit guy just kind of has like a <laughs> like a, a certain commitment though to these stupid roles. Hmm. That, oh, that you know, no respect. You know who's the worst is uh, Matthew Davis, the guy, the other guy in their crew. Oh He's, yeah, yeah. Okay, he, he had a very haircut. I, yeah, I looked him up, and he he had a very like his career is like he's in like. ABC and like CW shows and I'm like that's what he seems like is a guy who should be on like a, a network TV drama you know as some dork ass guy and yeah <laughs> he sucks 
<laughs> yeah, he does suck. Uh, <laughs> oh man! All right, so we meet uh, we meet a gang of vampire hunters. There's Michelle. There's Vladimir, who is Michael Madsen, drunk, not yeah. giving one fuck. I- I'm I've come around to him already, though. Like I thought he was really bad in this movie, but now I kind of think he rocks based on your quote. He's a good character. Um, and then there was this uh, this Matt Davis guy. What was his name? In this Sebastian? Is that right? I think <laughs> that it, sounds right? like his, his name is Sebastian. So there's Sebastian. There's Michelle. Yeah, there's it. Vladimir. And there's Sebastian. And they're looking for a vampire named uh, named Rain, who is held captive by this evil circus. Rain is basically like a la carte. <laughs> She's half vampire, half human. Uh, yeah. And Rain fucking murders this circus trope because one dude is trying to rape her. And then she like stabs and sucks people. Then there gets their there, blood and stuff. There was like a weird use of like non-linearity here where like they show her... They show her in the circus troupe or whatever, and she's, like, locked in her little cell, and then they're, like, learning about her, and they're gonna go find her. Then they cut to her freaking out in the woods, covered in blood, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, what, what's going on? And then they show her back in her thing, and I'm like, oh, is she she having a dream sequence? But then, like, there's, like, the attempted rape, and... Then she, like, attacks everyone and runs off and is in the woods covered in blood. And I'm like, why did they do that? Like, why It was they so sh- weird. Why did like, they go in that sequence? It wasn't Especially because especially it was essentially happening in real time. Like, there was no need for the flashback. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, the way that they shoot the flashback is, like, this wavy, topsy-turvy. Like, if you ever put on those drunk goggles, it's like you're wearing those. Yeah. It's like, what is going on? This is awful. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, I was very confused as to what what I was supposed to understand was happening. Uh, I mean, once it all happened, I'm like, okay, whatever, I get it. <laughs> oh, man, this, this was the shits. And they do that, like, throughout the movie. They use that weird drunken flashback gimmick. Like, yeah, a bunch but of at different least times. then they're, like, flashing back to things that happened, like, years ago and not, like... <laughs> A moment ago? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so there, there's a lot of, like, world building going on here. I say that very generously. So Michelle Rodriguez's dad, who was Billy Zane, who they look the same age, by the way. Yes. Uh, he's <laughs> well, the ruler. Yeah. He's the ruler of the kingdom of Brimstone. Brimstone, yes. And he needs her help defeating... The other kingdom, who uh, I forget their name, but it's Ben Kingsley's kingdom. So it's run by Ben Kingsley and Shit Guy. And they're all vampires, except for Michelle. Michelle's not a vampire, but her dad is a vampire. So <laughs> there you go. Um, and yeah, uh, there is a... Uh, so ben Kingsley is like this big, powerful vampire. And he lives in his yeah. castle. And uh, he he is also Rain's father. He raped Rain's mother and then killed her a few years later. When she was a child, so Ben is, uh, is definitely yeah. the villain here. They they actually, it's like some decent, like in a more fleshed out script, I could see like some interesting political intrigue, because I think Billy Zane was sort of, he's like, he's like sort of bad. He's like working for Ben Kingsley. He's working for Ben, but he plans on betraying him. Yes, and, but 
also by doing that, he's like he wants to take over uh Michael Madsen's like secret they're the Brimstone Society, and he wants to like take them over too, but he also wants to betray he's like yeah, he's like kind of this weird intermediary villain or whatever. And so it's it's a little bit more it makes it a little bit more interesting than just like you got your bad guys and your good guys, you know, there's some like political machinations but it's it's actually like okay to follow in this movie but i feel like it's not that interesting to follow but i feel like in a better you know like i could see this working in a better movie a better script or whatever where you'd be like you know see some of the like the twists and be like oh shit you know yeah yeah there's like the twist later in the movie i was very confused by because i didn't understand it at all until i went and like retroactively tried to piece the plot of this <laughs> this movie together so yeah. yeah i never had too much of a trouble trouble i because i feel like they i feel like they kind of just lay it out sort of in the beginning almost or like at least you see you feel like billy zane just is like cl- so clearly like such a deceptive guy i don't know you're kind of like i get what's going on here but it it's sort of like the way it's told is not good so no. yeah, I can see how it's hard. It would be hard to follow, even though it's not actually that complex, you know. Um. So, <laughs> so Rain, she's doing her own thing now. These vampire hunters are trying to catch up to her, and she finds this fortune teller. Actually, right before then, she like very sensually like bites this woman in her neck, and like, and she just kind of lets her. I was very confused. Yeah, did was, she use like vampire? Too. Like seduction, or I don't know. I don't know. I guess uh, this girl's just like rain's pretty roll tied. I'm gonna let her bite my neck, whatever. Um, yeah. So yeah, very weird. Um. So yeah. So she finds this fortune teller, and this fortune teller, holy, she gives her a a very convoluted side quest to go on here. But before we get into that side quest, I, Oh yeah. What, what did you think of, of Christina Loken as, as blood rain? Cause I, I feel like at this point in the movie, I made this note where like, I wasn't super convinced with her and I'm not sure she ever got there, but I don't think that it's her fault actually in retrospect. Cause like, no, I think her, her outfit looked dumb and it looked like it didn't even fit. And then her sword thing yes, looked dumb. Her- okay. Yeah, there's a lot going on. One, I we sort of mentioned everything a little bit, but I think, I yeah, I I feel like she's probably more uh, someone you'd go for because like they just she has like a cool look, you know what I mean? And like you could probably get something good out of her <laughs> if you weren't Uwe Boll, but I don't think he's really trying. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think her performance is great in this. But yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I don't know her potential, but. Yeah, then you mentioned the outfit. The outfit looked awful. Um <laughs> all the all the costuming was really bad in this, but this was maybe the worst. It didn't look like I kind of get like you want to ma- if you're like going for like the cool cool sexy lead, you know, who's like a hot lady who kicks ass, but like it it looked like a Halloween costume that like you said didn't fit right. It looked really bad. Let, let me just um, let me just put it out there in like a plain Jane way of like saying this. But yes, you have this this hot lady who's your lead vampire killer, and I think most people that either are fans of Blood Rain the game or like saw the movie for the, or like the trailer for this movie had an expectation of what it you know what you were gonna get, and like 
her none of her shit like she it doesn't make her look good at all it makes her look awful like she's like wearing like baggy jeans and it's like bro yeah yeah she she looks pretty bad and then yeah her weapons look bad all the weapons in this look really bad there are some swords in this that if you like <laughs> look at them for more than a second you're like this that doesn't look like a sword that's that's just like a piece of metal it's like it it's not sharp you know it's just like a weird flat piece of metal it looks so bad and i'm thinking i was start i was sort of comparing this to um house of the dead right i feel like this was easier for him to get away with with guns like mm. the props and also like the lack of like good combat <laughs> you know what I mean? Because in that, you could just kind of get away with... We talked about how in House of the Dead, like, nobody looked like they knew how to hold a gun. But, like, it kind of didn't matter. Because, like, he did capture, like, cool shots of shit getting, like, blown up and shit like that. But in this, yeah. it's like... When it's based on, like, this hand-to-hand fighting, it everyone looks like they're just, you know, it, it looks like flapping it's about. in slow motion. Like, it, it yeah. just looks... But Awful. also, there's um, just, like, no impact or anything. Like, everyone looks like they're about to drop their weapons on accident, you know? <laughs> so there Which there is, was a scene yeah. where uh, somebody... I think they were attacking the monastery. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself here. But they're attacking the monastery. And these guys... I think it was... Uh, um, what the fuck was his name? Sebastian. He's firing a bow and arrow. And it looks so bad and so unconvincing. Yeah. And, like, it's so <laughs> slow. And the arrow goes, like... Literally, it's crawling, and then it's like the next scene. You see, you just see it hit him in the chest, and it's like, what the fuck? This is, oh yeah, my God. a lot of lackadaisical fighting that looked really bad. Um, and she, so to tie it back to, um, Rain, yeah, like all all of these things that affected the movie, uh, showed in her character for sure. Like she was not good. <laughs> No, not at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't maybe say it's like her fault. You know, I think. Well, yeah, I, I mean, nobody was ne- good, r- really. No one, no one was really taking the reins and kind of. I, yeah, Uwe Boll was not directing this movie. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. It, I. I just like. I just feel like they really messed up the look of of her, and I. I don't know. Maybe that was just my expectation, but yeah, like, it didn't look like I. I get like. I get the impractical sexy armor that they do in these sort of things, but it didn't even look like armor. You know, it didn't look, yeah. Or like, it just didn't look good. It was, it was like, even though it showed off so much of her body, (laughs) it was not flattering. Yeah. It wasn't flattering at all. Like there, there are tons of times where like Uwe Boll shoots her. Like he just basically just shoots her ass. Right. And like, yeah, her, her like pants are sagging and it's like, what is this? And then, she, uh, yeah, not not she flattering like at all. Wa- she was wandering around in like pajamas, you know. <laughs> it it kind of made me think of like um, Resident Evil Afterlife, whatever the second one was, where you huh. see Jill Valentine, and oh, they were yeah. just like they were like you know what, whatever. Like it doesn't make sense for her to be uh, in this like hot attire, but here she is anyways because I think that's what people want, and like that was fine. And or, yeah, yeah, this this or, one Alice kinda is goes probably for, the like, best this, example of like, or, or yeah, even Alice in her like red dress or like, 
Uh, yeah, I, it, it, was, say, it was a weird hill to die on in this one where it's like we need to give her the, these, uh, uh, I don't know, pajama looking things. Yeah, I would say this whole movie is sort of yearning to be a Paul W.S. Anderson movie um, in a lot of ways. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that maybe the protagonist is the best example. You know, like I think Paul, he knows how to make a kick ass sexy lady, you know. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows how to do that like Paul. Definitely but not. but he but he he had a genuine he has a genuine love of the sexy lady. <laughs> He's starring in the movie. Maybe that's Uve lacks the heart, you know. Uve is just like take your best crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Jesus! All right. So Rain goes to this fortune teller, and you know what? She... Fortune teller also it, okay. It, worth mentioning how deep this goes because the fortune teller is played by. Geraldine Chaplin, who also is a, uh, she's won many Golden Globes. She's had a long, extensive acting career. She's the daughter of Charlie Chaplin. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. She she most recently was on that show, The Crown, which I haven't seen. But yeah, she's in uh, a million movies <laughs> um, over over the years. A lot of a lot of foreign films, mostly, I believe. Uh, she was in the orphanage. Anyway, she's in a lot. Yeah, she's like kind of a classical actress, also. That I don't know. I don't know how Uve like gets some of these people. I I think I think he might budget for the actors. Maybe. Well, I mean that makes sense because like nothing else is is but like he clearly didn't budget for like a choreographer or like a costume designer or a you know a, a weapons person and like. Which is something that you would think a movie like this would kind of need. Mm. Um, he's he's ahead of the curve on making like low effort garbage that you just slap some actors on and <laughs> hope people come. Yeah, or well, not. Okay. It's a tax write off either way. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and explain this side quest that Rain goes on here. <laughs> sure. So there's a vampire. There's a vampire of ancient legend. And his name, I, I think, was Blair. And his his remains are scattered throughout the world. There's three parts of him that are, uh, uh, like, artifacts. So, like, there's a bone, a heart, and, I don't know, something, a brain. Or, or, no, an eye. An eye. And so, this fortune teller tells Rain to go to this monastery where they keep the eye. And uh, she has to go and retrieve it. And if she can retrieve these parts... Then she will get an audience with her dad, the evil vampire, who is looking for her. So it feels like she could just go in there without this shit and get an audience anyways. But I digress. Right. She goes to this monastery and this was the most video game shit in a movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it was kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, I I kind of liked I actually in general, like all the settings and stuff and all the costumes were like really shitty, but they sort of had this like made for TV movie charm about them too. <laughs> so like I was kind of like vibing on how bad a lot of the movie was. <laughs> like I was like, so it she, felt kind of comfortable. <laughs> she is the, first of all, she goes into this monastery and she, she's trying to break in to steal this eyeball. The, the, the monastery guards the eyeball and she runs into the orc from Lord of the Rings, return of the King. This guy's sleeping. Oh, yeah. They have no, that a fight. Was, that was Fat Bastard. Back for more yeah. from Double Dragon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Well, this... 
this guy, I was prepared for like a, a big knock him down fight with Blood Rain, and uh, he has this giant hammer, mm-hmm. but Rain just squashes his face in like thirty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a fight almost reminiscent of the axe guy in Resident the last Resident Evil we did. They're just like smashing up the walls or whatever. But um, yeah, kind oh, of a quick fight. Uh, I don't know. That's. That's disrespectful to well, the axe guy for Resident Evil. It was Evil. not as you no, know, because there's no good choreography in this. Though there is, there is some like fun cheap gore in the whole movie, uh, and I'm sure oh, we'll talk yeah. about more ridiculous ones. But when this guy's face gets smashed, that was actually that. I think that is actually the best part about the movie is like the insane gore. It's not. I like, can agree with that. Totally well done, but it's so buck wild that i feel like uve <laughs> at least gets like i i think he gets like i said this about um his action scenes in his other movies that like the action's got to at least be kind of exciting um he's not going to work on the choreography but like he will show some like fun violence you know <laughs> i <laughs> I think that the gore in this movie is very fun, but it just it looks it's like very shit. funny. It, it, <laughs> it looks, looks really like shit. Yeah, yeah. You you've seen there are similar gore effects in other movies made by some you know some masterful people who come up with really clever oh, man. stuff, and this just looks like so fucking bad and and crazy, but like also insane. It's very insane, like. <laughs> Like, they definitely were, like, sort of creative about it, but they just didn't have really the craft, I would say. Like, even in this one scene, so she smashes the orc's face with with his hammer, and, like, his blood shoots straight up, like, straight up in, like, a U-shape. Or, like, later in the movie, I think somebody gets their, like, throat cut, and there's this kind of, like, awkward, like, second delay, and then, like, (laughs) the blood just, like shoots up top speed like towards the ceiling it's like it looks oh, so yeah. shitty but lots of fun to your point spray. it's kind of awesome yeah yeah i was i was oh. popping for that so, big time so the the hits keep rolling in the monastery here so rain goes into this room and like this room is right out of the fucking shadow temple from ocarina of time <laughs> there, yeah. there's, there's this round room there's this object that she has to acquire but there are spinning spikes all along the floor. I was just like, this is the most video game ass room ever. She maneuvers through the spikes, gets the object, but then the room starts filling with water, which is deadly to a vampire, by the way. And uh, it, this this room has it all. There's gimmicks, there's levers, there's tricks, there's traps. Um, but she absorbs the power of the eye. And she can drop into the water just fine. So worth noting that each of these artifacts left behind by this legendary vampire give other vampires immunity to certain weaknesses. So the eye lets uh, holy water not burn anymore. The other one does something. And then the heart allows them to go out in the sunlight. So kind of not the worst, yeah. like, you know, setup. For her, she had a specific thing too, She because she was like, She's like half vampire. She's a domphir, right? So like for her it was like any water hurts her and not just holy water, I think. I could be right. wrong. <laughs> but like and then they also oh, they also established too in that carnival scene that like 
they can cut her and make her bleed, but if she, like, sucks on someone's blood, she, like, has, like, Wolverine powers <laughs> and heals. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the the body part hunt was very... That that reminded me of uh, Symphony of the Night, where you're getting, like, the Dracula's remains. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I... Like, the thing about these movies is, like, I, I like when there's, like, stupid video gamey stuff in these movies. Like, that room was awesome. It was, like... Oh, yeah. It looked really it was so, bad. It but, was so yeah. bad. But, like, it was just... It was fun. There was, like, a the classic, like, you gotta get the object, you gotta do these quests to get this, and, like... It was, it was good. And then they follow it up with, like, <laughs> this absolutely shit fight scene which was so bad that it was actually kind of good in yeah. its own way <laughs> oh yeah with so the, the monks right the, some of the, the monks monastery is attacked oh. by ben kingsley's vampires and the leading the charge is... bites the dust i think uh oh yeah he, he's uh also played by udo kier who was in uh he was the the doctor or the scientist in far cry but another very prolific character actor he's in like a bajillion things so he must just be a guy who's down for anything. He's also German, but he's actually incredible. But he somehow gets in this and in Far Cry, he gets these like roles where he's like good at being like a, an insane, crazy guy. But in this, he's like a fucking monk. Um, I guess he's kind of a mad scientist in Far Cry. But like, yeah, like they don't even give him an opportunity to like go nuts, which I feel like why would you have like he should play a vampire, you know what I mean? Not some boring-ass monk. That's all That's all I'm saying. And he really was boring, too, because, like, he, he kind of seemed... Like, he told Rain, like, I can't let you leave. But then it was like, why? I, yeah. I don't understand why not. Like, are you going to capture her? But he, he still seemed friendly. Like, he, he was just a weird dude in this movie. Yeah, just not a good... Yeah, not a good look. Come on. So this... So this fight scene is just the shits. The monastery is invaded by by Ben Kingsley's vampires. Like I mentioned, shit guys leading the charge with his awful haircut. Um, the uh, Vladimir and his crew are there as well. The fucking noises that uh, this like so the the vampires have swords and the monks have like these wooden staffs. And every time the yeah. fucking sword would hit the wooden staff, it was like this like boink. And it sounded so ridiculous and cheap that I was just losing it every time that one of these swords hit one of those staffs. Oh, my God. I think maybe the worst death ever happens here where, like, one of the monks <laughs> is trying to attack a guy and he accidentally hits, like, something hanging on the ceiling and it, like, blocks it. <laughs> and I was like, are you, st-? like, that sucks. <laughs> it's like an accident. <laughs> And not even not even a cool one, you know, like just like, oops, <laughs> there's a scene here, too, where they give rain back her like little dual sword things and like they show the the tips of like, at the end of the sword. They're supposed to be these like these jagged like fucking oh. spikes or whatever. And it looks like looks like a socket wrench. And it looks like so yeah. fucking shitty. They're and all this very is also when the slow objects. motion arrows are, are coming in, too. Fuck. Yeah, Michael Madsen has, like, this, uh, I don't know if he uses it here, but he <laughs> has that, like, hand crossbow thing, too, that he very, like, n- like le- nonchalantly, like, is like, eh, and he shoots at people sometimes. <laughs> it's very this, good. 
this was just the absolute just shits. It was so it was so awful. This this whole fight scene was so awful. Uh, mm-hmm. And and Rain Rain doesn't even get away. She gets kidnapped. By the way, uh, shit guy knocks her out and kidnaps her. So not the good guys don't even prevail. There the the scene that we were talking about earlier then occurs where Meatloaf is this fat dude and he's got like eighteen Romanian prostitutes around him who are topless. And I was just like, what is going on in this scene? I was I was watching it and it didn't really make sense. And I don't know that it does now either. Shit guy needed to like hide out there for the night or something like that. So the sun didn't zap him. But then this guy like takes rain for himself. Can you make sense of this scene to me? Um, No, I was just kind of dazzled by him a little bit. <laughs> I, I didn't really know what was going on other than like, yeah. No, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I think this it makes sense, like, but I just don't really remember. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, it, distracted by all the bells and whistles. Indeed. It was just like, it was such a weird, awkward scene. Um, and, and it doesn't, like, it it's literally begins and ends. And, like, it uh, Rain is, like, immediately saved by Vladimir. And I was just like, I wonder if Uwe Boll just, like, put this movie in so he could get like a bunch of topless chicks. Cause that's pretty much what it feels like to me. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, yeah, he has like certain, I think marks he wants to hit and it's like, yeah, you gotta show, you gotta show tits in the movie like that for sure. has gotta happen. You've got to have the, you know, I think he knows like what things he needs to have in there, you know, that are going to like sell his movie basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is just a weird ass scene, and it wasn't even a good scene. It wasn't even like, you know, I don't know. It was a weird scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rain is immediately safe. Shit guy just looks like a complete doofus for bringing he her sucks there. So by much. the way, yeah. <laughs> he fucking, and he goes back to Ben Kingsley, and Ben's like, "I should skin you alive" or something like that. So like. This guy is just getting shit on the entire movie. He's I actually, the shit I thought guy that he was. Movie. Yeah, I, and I thought I'm like, okay, the way that this guy sucks so much, and like Ben Kingsley shits on him, like he has to turn against him at the end of the movie, right? <laughs> oh yeah. You Did you get so? that vibe? No, <laughs> no, I never once. I thought, oh god, he just sucks so bad. <laughs> I I never felt any shred of like anything for him. Well, he does not turn against Ben Kingsley and he just well, continues to suck for the rest I, of the movie. I couldn't tell you anything he like was saying or doing. I I cuz like I said like anytime I saw him it was just very funny to me. Like I could not get over <laughs> him. So I I didn't have a moment to really grasp his character at all. Oh Jesus. So Rain is saved, but like I said, by Vladimir, and they take her back to Brimstone, and she is in the uh, the dungeons. She's in a, in the cellar, and then very abruptly, Rain and Sebastian start fucking, and like very, very aggressively too, uh, and like I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we yeah, Uve's got he's got to have that. That's pretty good. Um. It was it was actually more intense than any of the sex scenes he's shown 
but it was I could not stop laughing during it because <laughs> they had the audio like there was like a partially opened door and they kept like kind of slamming it shut a little bit over and over and it was just so awkward like while they were having sex just to hear the occasional like crash crash <laughs> I, I was, like, very startled by the scene, because, like, she gets up and, like, just grabs him, and then he, he like, rips her shirt right off, and I was like, these dudes just, like, they just met, like, He does okay, a cool. gigantic lick on her titty. <laughs> like, 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 full on, he eats the thing. Yeah. Like, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, you know what? As a sex scene in a movie, it was uh, it was pretty good. They didn't cut away. They 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 stayed with I, it. It would be. I think it would have been much better. Um, yeah, had it been constructed better. But I I could not. I just couldn't get over the door, <laughs> the awkward door <laughs> slamming. Like I was. I, I don't know. They should have. I don't know. It was weird. The audio, the sound mi- design of the scene was really taking me out of it. I, I was just, like, very startled at how, like, abrupt and aggressive it was. Because uh, I was like, dude, wow. Like, that's, okay. They uh, they um, bonded. I guess they, like, they gotta get, you know, like you said, they gotta get titties in there, though. But, like, the, the thing about this, which is also the thing about the last one, where it, it was just, like, it was a weird, it was a weird titty shot. Like, it was, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The lick really sold it, I think. <laughs> yeah, he, but I guess, he like, went all in. They did some bonding, like they both talked about what all the bad stuff that happened to them, and so I guess they connected. Or I don't know, yeah, you know. Okay, they, I guess so. They just saw, I didn't. They, they just saw Meatloaf, uh, you know, burst into flames and become a skeleton. <laughs> so you know, they've Van- been through some vampires stuff. are yeah, vampires are just horny. I think that's the uh, the lesson here. Well, in that's this movie, like for sure, a crucial part of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I actually I thought that the next scene where Michelle and Blood Rain were were sword dueling, I thought they were going to start going at it. Actually, it really seems like they had more chemistry, right? <laughs> Apparently, they did. They yeah that that kind of that kind of fucking between them would have made way more sense because there was that friction, so they would have went aggressively at each other. You know, where yeah. I, I feel like the other guy was just such like a wet towel that it was Matthew like, Davis. He well, he just isn't. Yeah, he's just not. You just don't want to see anything good. Like he's the good version of shit guy. Where like, just don't yeah. want to see any. He's so boring though. Like he doesn't even have a funny haircut. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like okay. So in Castlevania, when Alucard's fucking, we're sitting here just saying like this is bullshit that we can't see Alucard's hog. Nobody yeah. wants to see Matt Davis's hog. Like <laughs> no way. No, no way. A Michael so, Madsen, uh, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I would go. My, yeah, I'd go Michael Madsen. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see his in a, his drunken. He, he was too drunk. That's why <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get going. No, he uh, he needed uh, a little help there. Yeah, um, yeah. Very very confusing sex scene, but I guess uh, you know Uve Uve got it in there. Um, it's what the people wanted, so that's what they got. It's a good. It was a good so, titty. Yeah. Yeah, the the one of them was, uh, you know, it was yeah. served, so <laughs> there you go. Purpose served. Um, <laughs> I say as I'm brushing my hands. Job so well here done. we go. 
Um, a bunch of... I'm going to see if I can get this right. A bunch of Ben Kingsley's vampires start invading Brimstone. Uh, so Rain and Vladimir and Matt Davis just leave. And uh, she, she has two parts of the dead vampire now. And I missed the part where she got the second one. I remember her getting the eye, but I don't remember her getting the other thing. Do they get remember it? That? Do they get it from Meatloaf? I don't no. think so. Maybe they, I don't know. Maybe they did. Anyways, so the the whole gist of this is that the final part is the heart, and what we what we see here is that Michelle actually betrayed everybody, um, specifically Vladimir, because her she didn't like the blood rain was there. Um, her father. As we mentioned, is Billy Zane, and he's he's a vampire that works for Ben Kingsley, but is gonna betray him, so he's gonna fuck him. And so she betrayed Brimstone and is giving the heart, which allows vampires to walk in the sunlight, to her father Billy Zane, so that he can then fuck Ben Kingsley. Do I have that all right? So yeah, yeah, I think yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> sounds sounds about right. <laughs> So Michelle, Michelle and Bloodrain have a, a underwater fight over the heart of the vampire. And then Rain just like snaps Michelle's neck and that's it for her. She's done. She's dead. Yeah. yeah. That was kind of lame. <laughs> kind of funny under, underwater fight, though. You don't see that too much. No. Yeah. It's, you know, props <laughs> for for doing an underwater fight that uh, I'm always amazed how long people can hold their breath underwater in movies. Yeah, right. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, kind of unceremonious end for Michelle. And and really, uh, actually, I'll just save it till we get to the to the end here. We're almost there, anyways. So Rain Rain has all these artifacts, and she goes into her dad's castle, and she gets kidnapped like immediately. And I think yeah. that was her plan to get kidnapped. So I guess yes. that worked Be- out. Yeah, because like she, she has the box, but. It's, like, actually empty. It doesn't have the heart. So that's, like, a twist when they're like, aha, we got you. You think they would have opened that box, like, right away? Yeah, I should have checked it for sure. But there were two dads. They got to get the eye out of her. So that's what they were like. We're going to take the eye out. Right. Um. So, yeah, she goes in. Uh, Vladimir and Matt Davis are also kidnapped and uh, there's going to be some kind of ritual performed on Rain to extract the eye. And, dude, Vladimir and Sebastian stage the shittiest prison break I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. It was so fucking lame. He's just like, so Mike Madsen standing there. He's like, hey, guard, my cellmate disappeared. Oh, the guard God. is just like, wait, wait right there. He unlocks the he, door. He's yeah. looking around. He's, he's like, where could he be? This room's only so big. And then Sebastian drops from the ceiling. He's like, ha ha, we've escaped. This was so fucking lame. He fell for the it was dumbest. Awesome. Yeah, it's so dumb. Michael, oh, we were, God, it, I, I wish I could remember the specific wording Michael Madsen said there, too. Like, I think he literally was just like, my cellmate has disappeared. Yeah, but his follow up was like, I, I don't know where his, his whereabouts or something. <laughs> it wasn't that, but it was it was such a weird wording. Uh, and we, yeah, bad delivery. It was great. But yeah, the stupidest right. plan. So we were talking on on Patreon about Captain N. And there is a scene where some of Mother Brain's henchmen roll in as TV repairmen and they only have on a hat to disguise themselves. Yeah. 
And I was like, if this is not the equivalent of that, I don't know what it is. That is, that, <laughs> so that is a better, bad. better plan, actually. At oh least they my. had disguises. <laughs> yeah, at least so. Uh, I do not know who called the repair guys, but we're here. Um, so yeah, the they break out and they release Rain, and now we have our final fights. And like, really, Michelle should have been alive for this final fight because Rain just fights nobody for most of it. She's just fighting some random vampire. Uh, yeah, that I for a moment actually during that I forgot. Michelle died, and I was like, oh, she's fighting Michelle. Uh, but yeah, no. She's not. Nope. She's just fighting somebody. Um, so, Vladimir is killed like an absolute punk by Ben Kingsley. It's so fucking lame. He just, like, he he gets captured. He's like, so he's got two vampires that grab Vladimir's arm, and they're, like, holding him in place. And you're thinking it's gonna be, like, in wrestling when, like, the heel has the baby face and the and the bad guy is going to like hit him with a chair and then the baby face moves and then they start fighting. Nope. Ben just pokes him in the chest and like Vladimir dies. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? It poke was awful. Good. And it then it was not even a stab. It was a poke. <laughs> it was the softest little poke. Like it was like just this little prick. Uh, and then shit guy and Sebastian are fighting and this is just the shits. This fight was awful. It was <laughs> yeah. slow motion. It was everything about it was awful. Kind of what we were <laughs> saying before, like no one has there's no like impact of anything, you know. No one is no. like Yeah, everyone looks like you could like knock them over with your pinky, you know. <laughs> so wa- it's just it's wobbly. in slow motion. It's oh, no definitely ugh. no choreography. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is, like, horrible, and it goes on for a long time. There's some fun gore in here, but even that's not enough to, to make this any good. Um, the only redeeming thing about Shit Guy and Sebastian's fight is that they basically end up killing each other. So you kind of yeah. get the result you want, where you're like, both these guys suck. I hope they both die. Well, they do. So there you go. Um, but <laughs> yeah. before Shit Guy, or no, before Sebastian dies... He gets uh, he gets some holy water on Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley is now fighting Rain, and the holy water explodes, and Ben just kind of shrivels up and dies. So, All right, yeah, pretty lackluster, pretty <laughs> well, pretty bad. Put within there, there's still like some wild gore that made it all very entertaining <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I think that was yeah, pretty. Yeah, there's consistent. some gore. That's so, it's, it's always so wild, like, that, it, and it comes at such a frequency that it's very, that's very entertaining. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> man, I wish that they would have, like, like, dude, cut meatloaf and pay, like, a fight choreographer <laughs> or something like that, you know, yeah. like, get rid of someone's salary. Yeah, it seems to, like, yeah, that just seems like something that you feel like I don't know. I guess it would just take that would take so much more work that Uve. It would take like probably wasn't yeah not worth all the yeah. effort yeah because like they even like also the time the actor's time <laughs> you know what I mean like I feel like he's like go 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 you know like we're not gonna rehearse this so it's take too too long or even see mm-hmm. like in the opening credits it says like a special appearance from Billy Zane and like that shows in the movie like i feel like billy zane is like 
his scenes are like divorced from everyone else. Like there's some rando that he's talking to <laughs> and he's having him like, it just feels like he was in a different place when they made the movie, you know, like, he, and they just like inserted his scenes into the movie. Uh, so that well, it just I, feels like they basically did. Yeah. Yeah. Like the guy he's talking to isn't even a character and he's just like, yeah, send them a letter, tell them this. So that's how I feel like it is with everyone. It's like, I just got this guy and let's go, you know? (laughs) So like, what are you going to pay? You're going to pay the actors more probably to spend time learning how to fight and stuff. No, no, we're not going to do that. Oh my God. It's, uh, (laughs) you know, there, there are a lot of moments in this movie that are shitty and like, but like in a good way, they're shitty in a fun way. But I, I feel like the fights are just, like, so shitty, but not yeah. in a fun way. And this one is probably the worst of all of them, actually. Because at uh, least, like, I you had the funny... hilarious, <laughs> but... I, I don't know. Like, I, I popped when I heard the, the wooden blunks earlier with, like, the staff. So I thought that was funny. And I laughed with, like, the, the slow motion arrows from the bone arrow. It's something about this... I don't know. This fight just was not... I was just like, oh, my I, God. I just think like and then the it just low, kind of ends. So yeah, that's because this ties into the gore thing, where I feel like it could have just ended here too. Like it didn't need. I don't. I guess it didn't. Like it's over. What do you need? Um, and it ends with her like sitting on Ben Kingsley's throne, and it's like okay, that could just be the end, you know her. But then they start doing like a recap of the movie. It feels like they were like ah shit. It needs to be like a minute longer. I don't know what they were doing, but like they kept cutting to like the movie (laughs) clips from the movie. Um, and there's one moment of gore in particular. That's, that was my favorite part of the movie violence where it's very quick during the actual movie. But like, for some reason, like, five people are going to town on someone who's already down and their guts are hanging out (laughs) and they're just going to town on this corpse and it's so fucked up. Uh, But in this like flashback she's having to the rest of the movie, they show it, but like longer and you could see more. And I'm like, did they just like, they really must've liked this effect they did or something, but like, why are they showing this now? I don't know. And then, yeah. And then they're just like, now she's riding a horse and it's over. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, I, okay. So my movie ended with her on the throne. Ended with her I, what? I watched it and it, it it just ended with her sitting on the throne. No. Yeah. So mine, it was like she sits on the throne and she's staring. And then they just start showing like basically a recap of the whole movie. That that would have been cooler, I think, than the ending I got. Because I watched on Amazon Prime, and mine, she just sits on the throne, <laughs> kind of looks off at his face, and then weird. it's done. It really just well, felt like they didn't know how to end the movie. <laughs> well, like, everyone's dead. There, there's no one left. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ridiculous. It was, it was kind of a, it was a, a lame ending. Uh, I mean, like, this was a bad movie, and I think that we knew that it was going to be a bad movie. Yeah. Um. Although I will say, I think that of all of the protagonists so far in Uwe Boll movies, Rain's the best. I, I actually think she's the best by far. What, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. Definitely better well, than. I mean, like, who's her competition? Um the the girl in House of the Dead, who you don't know 
is the protagonist until the end was fine. Yeah. Um, she okay. also she also had a very awkward like I guess she was more in plain clothes, but she also had just an awkward but revealing outfit by the end. <laughs> you know. Right. Um Yeah. Yeah, maybe the best protagonist. Definitely Um I think it was more fun kind of to watch like more of these like actors I know be in this really shitty movie as opposed to like yeah. the House of the Dead gang. Though it was kind of like those guys were all kind of funny, and Captain Kirk was fun. Baelish. Captain Kirk was was maybe the best side character, but I think that this movie has the best protagonist and the best villain. Like, Ben Kingsley was so... He was so bad, but, like, he, it was, like... He was bad in a... I liked him. I don't know, kind of an endearing way. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, this was more entertaining than House of... Or not House of the Dead. Uh, Alone in the Dark and Far Cry. I agree. Um, yeah, I agree with that. It had some of the stuff I liked about House of the Dead. Um, but I think, yeah, House of the Dead works a little bit. It's it's a little bit more like batshit. That, that movie is more insane. Yeah, it, it, it's more insane. There's more action. There's more ridiculous. Like, the, so actually, let me, let me run through two quick things before we get back to this debate. First of all, this movie was a bomb, as we all knew. $25 million for budget, was credited back, made $3.6 million in profit for our boy Uwe. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's got 4% from critics, 17% from audience. So probably what exactly what you'd expect. I think the thing about this movie is that for me, I kind of wanted it to be like more insane and more ridiculous. Because we knew that it was going to be bad, right? But mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be alone in the dark bad. We're like, that movie just like, it was, was it was boring. It was boring. Yeah, it was boring. Yeah, and this was not boring. I don't think. I think that this movie was mostly yeah. fun, but well, it, it had, wasn't like insane fun. Mm, it was at times like it, it. It had a higher violence quota that was fun, and then like, I, I think maybe just because Alone in the Dark is is like a contemporary kind of setting, and and so like. It's, I think that's a lot easier to be boring. Whereas like this, it's like this has stuff where I feel like you have to put slightly more effort to make like the world um, seem real and the effort's not there. And so like you constantly just had these awful settings and costumes and, and prop swords that were kind of they were like funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. I think, it yeah, it definitely wasn't it wasn't um house of the dead fun but it it actually it restored my it restored my faith in like watching future uve bowl movies you know what i mean i think i think like i think like it it anything i i think i could agree with what you just said but if anything it made me more excited for like blood rain 2 because that <laughs> right. that one is definitely more of like a, a b movie like i mean this and is a b movie that's like a video. d movie yeah yeah and um, and it so got I, me thinking i don't know what i was We've had like a good taste, but we ha- I feel like we haven't watched his uh video game masterpiece yet, which is Postal. Um and so that it, it left me open to being like, okay, uh, there's definitely something in him that I feel like he can make like a really fucked up <laughs> movie and I think that's going to be it whenever we get to it. Well, I I don't know what I was ex- I think I was ex- just expecting like 
just like a ludicrous amount of like TNA and like kind of ridiculous like action. And there wasn't a whole lot of TNA and there wasn't a whole lot of like, like the action that was there was just bad. Yeah. The movie becomes better when you read more into it. (laughs) That's for sure. Like it. Yeah. Like the more, more what's kind of fun is to like, like you see certain things in the movie and you, you kind of like imagine like what was going on behind the scenes. And then when you like find, like actually read about it, it's like, that's what's exciting. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think? Thumbs up or thumbs down? This is for an Uwe Boll movie. It's actually kind of thumbs middle. Um, but if I, if I would say, cause I have to commit, I would probably say, well, if I, I would not tell other people to watch this. Um, I would probably tell them to watch house of the dead, but I, for me, it was actually kind of a thumbs up. Like I had fun. I had fun watching it, you know? See, I I think I'm pretty much in the same boat where it was like uh, this is like a thumbs in the middle Uve movie. Like it wasn't like yeah. it wasn't Alone in the Dark or or Far Cry, which is a huge thumbs down. It's not House of the Dead, which is a, an instant thumbs up. Like this is this is like somewhere in the middle, and I, I I feel like I'm probably with you. I feel like I wouldn't recommend it, but it also wasn't the worst video game movie that we've watched. So like I I guess thumbs up but like a very soft thumbs up. Yeah. It's certainly I think that's fair. Yeah, it's certainly not in the same league as House of the Dead. Um no. And like I said, I think I think I I want to I think I want to get to it. I think if if you're down like we should commit next Uve movie we do, we should do Postal because I think that's that's going to be like yeah, his, for that. his masterpiece. And then where we go from wow. there? <laughs> that's that's can you imagine what an uve bowl masterpiece looks like this because wow. i've gone i've gone into all the other ones with low expectations but the more i like look at this movie like i think like i'm going to genuinely love it <laughs> but we'll see um okay well book it now that is the next uve bowl movie that we Thank do you. somehow <laughs> some way Blood okay. Rain has come out with two thumbs up, although they were kind of like two soft thumbs up. Yeah, but, well, it's, uh, it thumbs absolutely up, sucked. Nonetheless, <laughs> it definitely <Yeah>. sucked. <laughs> this is uh, actually this wow. is the movie that people, I think, think all video game movies are when they picture it. You know what I mean? Like the shitty. That's a, that's a very rent. good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we, what we've learned is like. Most of them are not like this, but maybe Uwe Boll is just so responsible for, I think, a lot of movies that people assume they're like. But like compared to this, you know, like Mortal Kombat is like a fucking masterpiece compared to this, you know. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good way to put it. Like this is this is the movie that feeds into the narrative of shitty video game movies. Big time. Because yeah. like it's. It's shitty, but it's not fun shitty in a way that we know that some movies can be. So, yeah. Well, Blood Rain. I'm looking forward to Blood Rain too. I'll t- I'll say that. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm looking Christine, forward Christina to that. Loken is not back for that movie. No, she was like. I think it's this. a different Blood Rain every movie. I think maybe not. I'm looking forward to Blood Rain the Third Reich, which I'm curious. Wow. To uh, and then the parody I believe I mentioned is that it's called Blubberella. Maybe it's one of the Blubberella movies. I don't know. 
But I think in that one, I think it's in one of those where Uwe Boll plays Adolf Hitler. So. <laughs> oh my god. Um, we'll definitely have to do spinoffs at some point. <laughs> oh lord. All right. Well, anything anything else you want to to add in about uh, Blood Rain before we get on out of here? Uh, no. Yeah. I don't know. I had I had fun. I had fun doing this episode. I I I think the I think you know what the overall best experience was going over that trivia with you. So if anything. <laughs> That was a good. That was probably the best experience. Yeah, I I had the giggles. So this this is a thumbs up if for nothing else than for that. So yeah, he's a treasure. Uh, we hope that you guys gave this episode a thumbs up. Uh, we watched this movie so that you don't have to. Although I don't know, I think that under the right circumstances, maybe this could be worth a watch. Yeah. Definitely. Very specific set of circumstances. Like I said, I wouldn't tell anyone to watch it, but if you've listened to this and you feel like you want to watch it, then I would say, pull the trigger. You know what I mean? Also, if you just, like, want to get fucked up and, like, watch yeah. Blood Rain, I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, God, it that would so, rock, actually, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to get... When we watch Blood Rain 2, I'm just going to get fucked up and watch it. That's that's how it's going to oh, be. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to get to that sooner rather than later, <laughs> but we are... Uh, that is it. For Blood Rain, uh, thank you guys for listening. Of course, we want you to check us out over on Twitter at Virtual Theater X, at Spateri316, at Gooey Fame, and of course, over on SoundCloud and iTunes and wherever you get your podcasts. Like we were plugging at the beginning of the show, check us out over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash virtual theater. You get Zelda, you get commentaries, you get Captain N. My God, the value is just off the charts. So, uh, Check us out over on Patreon there. And uh, I think that's all of our plugs. I think we're good. I think we are ready to get out of here. We we have a special movie lined up for um, oh, yeah. our next release that maybe we should keep a secret. Yeah, sure. Now. Yeah. We'll, we're going to shock the world. Maybe. It's, it's <laughs> going to be shocking. Uh, so everybody, until then, take care. <laughs>